Welcome to Candid Talks with Elder J. This podcast was designed to give you raw footage of real discussions with biblical solutions. Hope you enjoy. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. I feel like I never, I never heard of something like that. Like that, that didn't happen. Well, the, the Bible didn't record it happening all the time, so probably wouldn't have went for it. Can't go with it. Yeah. All right. Did you find it, Deja? We're going to start with 18. Me, if my fiance came to me and said, I'm pregnant and um, I didn't cheat, it was conceived through the Holy Spirit, I would say, you have lost your mind. (laughs) (laughs) You got me messed up. If you... (laughs) He's going to snap too. I mean, it's unbelievable and it would... uh, I can't say that I would believe that right away. So, yeah, you got me. We're going to start just verses 18. This is Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 20. New Living Translation. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, engaged to be married. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to make Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. So we're going to talk about the crisis of Christmas. And the whole point is to discuss that Um, While this family is going through a crisis because this baby has uh, pretty much come out of nowhere and now um, they have to deal with it. And there's a number of things that have to be dealt with that we're going to talk about and we're going to figure out, you know, could we handle it? We're going to look at it from Joseph's perspective, look at it from Mary's perspective, uh, because any way you look at it, this is a messed up situation. It looks like Uh, we're in a crisis. And what do we do? Um, and the thing that I need us to understand is that the reason I call it the crisis of Christmas is because out of this crazy situation, the savior of the world was born. And a lot of times what we have to understand is that in some of the craziest situations, God can use crazy situations and birth something so amazing that can change your entire life. And a lot of times we devalue the craziness in our life when really God is trying to use it. So uh, we're going to look at all of the crazy pieces and we're going to talk about them. And the first thing that kind of stood out to me is Joseph, his reaction. Joseph, um, he didn't snap. When you when you read it, it says Joseph uh, quietly made a decision that he was going to break off the engagement. It was going to be quiet. It's funny because in this day and age, when some drama happens in a relationship, it never ends quietly. Somebody's on Facebook Live. Somebody's going to screenshot something. I mean, how would you, how would you have reacted? And how do y'all feel about when people 
uh, break up and it's a nasty breakup? Like, uh, how do you feel about it? Have you ever done it? Are you, would you do it? Is there a level of how mad do you have to be before you get on Facebook and cuss your ex out? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't go on to social media and all that because that's where opinions are rooted and that can destroy somebody's character and who they are, their image and stuff like that. So I wouldn't want to be that type of dude to be like, yo, don't trust her. Because that, that's going to let people know there's something going on between me and my significant other. You know what I'm saying? So She's not your significant other anymore. You're breaking it off. Well, even still, though, like once upon a time, I was really, I really cared for her. So that doesn't stop. And I still do, even if we, it just didn't work out, like you feel me, for whatever reason. So I'm not going to, you feel me, that's not even deep to be like, you know what I'm saying, to bash somebody or try to destroy their character because you and your feelings and your emotions. Has anybody ever done that? Have you ever said something crazy about your ex? That junk is whack, man. Yeah. I, think, I think like going to social media and like spelling out your feelings like, oh, this person did that. I, I just think that's whack. I personally, I got too much pride for myself to give mm-hmm. you that much leverage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I see it all the time, though. I thought I saw, I thought I saw Renell do that a couple times. I'm trying to figure out why she's, I'm trying to figure out why she's saying amen so quick. <laughs> so, um, I agree. Um, I do think that, let's say you didn't publicize your overreaction, but have you ever had a horrible reaction during a breakup? Have you ever? Absolutely. But it never got public. So you're saying you, you went off. You just didn't do it on Facebook or social media. That's right. All right. So Joseph, the Bible says that he got quiet and he quietly contemplated. He quietly considered his situation. It doesn't make mention that he went off right away, which is major for me because in a situation like this, I cannot imagine anybody not going off. Like, you mean to tell me you're pregnant and you're going to say, you don't think (laughs) 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 So the Bible actually calls Joseph, it recognizes Joseph's righteousness by how he reacts, which helps us to know that a lot of times you cannot tell how saved the person is by how much they go to church. You cannot tell uh, somebody's salvation based upon even how much they read the Bible. You can't tell somebody's salvation on how they react in a good moment, but you can really tell how saved somebody is when all hell breaks loose, breaks loose in their life and how they react to it, mm-hmm. how you respond to it. And oftentimes that's where we mess up is that, that response that we have. That's where it tells who you really are based upon how you respond. So, but that's my question to y'all. Do you think that it's um, fair for somebody to identify you or, <clears throat> excuse me, or classify you based upon a response, an overreaction or whatever you want to call it? How do, you, how do y'all feel about that? Everybody wants <laughs> She wanted to go first. Go ahead. Who wanted to go first? I think it's fair. Uh, I think it's fair because that's an impression that you gave off. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if you've shown yourself, I feel like if somebody give 
that's my last time talking to somebody and they give me that last minute impression or like or even if they try to explain themselves once we done I'm I'm gonna consider your emotions but I'm also gonna say like you showed your true colors like that's who you really are so Okay, so the Bible literally says, you know, that Joseph shows his righteousness uh, really pretty much by how he responded. The Bible says that he quietly um, made a decision. I'm, I'm breaking it off. He had every right to do that, right? To break it off because you don't know what's going on. Did she cheat? Uh, where did this baby come from? So he says, I'm going to just break it off uh, quietly. I think it shows the character of a person that even though he could have considered this, when Joseph breaks off the engagement, what are people going to say? Um, are they going to blame him? Because he's quiet. He's not telling anybody what really happened. It's a reason for that because by law in that day and age, Joseph, uh, if he told, hey, she's pregnant and I did not have sex with her, uh, by law, they could stone her. Okay? They could literally stone her. So he cares about her even though he's disconnecting from her. It shows a lot of character there. He says, I'm going to break off the engagement, but I'm not going to say anything to anybody. But what is your, how do you feel about, um, what do you think things uh, people say when uh, somebody breaks off an engagement? What do you think they say? Oh. No, 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 not. <laughs> I'm saying people from the outside looking in. How, how do they view who would get the bad rap? It's wrong, but the guy would get the rap. I say whoever didn't tell their story would get the bad rap. Right. Either it's right. the girl didn't tell it or the guy. That's it. So, but but Joseph is not telling their story. So his Joseph story. So rap. Joseph yeah. could potentially get the bad rap, even though he's done nothing wrong. Right. Um, and and many times, what happens is when people don't have information, they use their imagination. And so what happens is people uh, come up with all of these different uh, stories. They come up with all of these things because, and really, if you want to know, that's why people are so vocal about um, coming out on Facebook and social media and different things like that. Because if they get their story out, then they, they can save face. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people are so uh, wrapped up in trying to save face that it does, as Dylan said, it shows their true color in terms of who... Um, how did you think about the other person that you were in a relationship with? Joseph had standards, so he's like, I'm breaking it off. But at the same time, he says, but I'm not, I'm going to cover you, even though I'm breaking it off. I'm going to cover you, and, you know, we're just going to go our separate ways. But he didn't move fast. The Bible says that while he was still thinking about it, while he was still considering it, while he was still contemplating it, that's when um, the angel came and started talking to Joseph. That lets me know the importance of moving slow. And oftentimes, because we are upset, because we are mad, what we do is we react, our first reaction. You hurt me, I'm cussing you out. You hurt me, uh, let me beat you down. You hurt me, uh, let me get you back. And many times what we do is we mess ourselves up 
uh, because we give in to that first urge of our reactions. Um, the Bible says that he moved slow. Um, and I think that many times where we get in trouble is we move even before God does. We as humans have this, uh, this innate urge to take care of whatever's going on, whatever's in front of us, we want to get it done. And oftentimes because God sees the bigger picture, God is not in as much of a rush as we are. And so in many situations, we end up moving, you know, faster than we should, and we end up messing ourselves up. Can y'all think of a time where you just, you knew that you overreacted, you moved too quick, you didn't have all the information, you didn't have all the intel, and you messed up something that could have been salvaged had you just slowed down. Anybody think of something like that? Look at Renell. <laughs> it could be a relationship. It could be anything. You just missed a moment because you moved too fast. You were reactionary. Got you. Got you. So here's my question to you all. Since we know that we all have situations and times where we move too fast, um, would you equate that to um, almost having trust issues and not waiting to hear from God before you move? Do you think that Christians can have trust issues with God? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, what do you think causes those trust issues? Why, why don't we wait on God? Why can't we trust him? We know everybody in here believes in God, but I think it's a consensus that all of us have had a time where we, we did not wait on him, and we, we put matters into our own hands. What makes you do that? Because they want it done fast. Not on their time, not God's time, basically. So they want it instant. So, so it's funny because the Bible didn't say that Joseph prayed. It didn't say that he fasted before he made a decision or anything like that. And, and really, you know, 
we already said it, but it kind of could have been an open and shut case. Like, hey, she pregnant. It ain't mine. I'm out. Right. It could have been an open and shut case, but he stopped and he waited. He contemplated. He thought about some things. Why do y'all think he did that? Why do you think Joseph didn't move right away? Like, all right, you pregnant. I'm out. Why didn't he move out? Why didn't he, you know, just completely separate right away? The Bible says he thought about it. And while he was thinking about it, the angel came. What, why do you think he took his time with making that decision? It's something that they attach to when they they stay high, you know what I'm saying. So Mary, probably Joseph's high. It was like I ain't I ain't ready to really let go, of, even though I know I should, because I don't really believe what you're talking about. You know, so I, I just think that it. He had to think about it. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe because they were unfamiliar. You know, you not used to something. You not gonna be. If you ain't never been somewhere, you not gonna be so quick to go because you don't know what to expect. So I think because it kind of caught him off guard, it was kind of like a. So, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was thinking possibly he wanted to believe her <clears throat> because because he cared about her and she's never led him to believe that, you know, that she would be dishonest in this way. So maybe he wanted to believe her, but but common sense still kind of stepped in like, what? It don't make sense, you mm-hmm. know? So it could be like, you know, the wrestling, the, that tug of war. That's something crazy to believe, though, like... So consider this, Mary is pregnant with Jesus, who is God in the flesh. If Joseph walks out, he's not just walking out on Mary. It's something inside of her. So I thought about that and I'm saying a lot of times we have impulsive decisions we have these uh, desires to make a decision right away. And oftentimes that impulsive decision is what turns us in the opposite direction of God. And so we have to think about life will happen. Things will hurt us. Uh, situations will come. And you may have to deal with those situations. But oftentimes your first decision, your first thought, that impulsive decision, uh, it points you in the opposite direction of God. It does not take you closer to God And oftentimes you have to end up apologizing for that first reaction. How many times have you done something? You're like, hold on, I ain't mean that. I was just mad in the moment. And then you have to go back and kind of recant, you know, your whole story because the desired end is in a whole different direction than what you really want, you know, for your life. But that reaction would have took you somewhere different. And so oftentimes it's important for us to understand that you got to slow down and think about the decisions, even in family situations, in relationships, you have to think before you just jump off and, and use your, your, um, your defensiveness. Your defensiveness will make you say stuff that you don't mean. Your defensiveness will, will make you, you know, do things that you really know you should not do all because you're hurt in that moment. And many times you end up messing up something that you actually want something that you actually value all because of your defense. Um, now, not all 
relationships are um, ordained by God. Some relationships you should walk away from. We know that, you know, the best thing for Joseph was to stay with Mary, right? Because we know the end of the story, uh, but Joseph didn't know that at the time. Um, not all relationships are ordained by God, but the truth is there are some godly ordained relationships that when you look at it at first glance, it looks kind of messy. And so many times we walk away from uh, relationships, we walk away from meaningful relationships and meaningful commitments all because right now it looks ugly, all because right now it doesn't make sense. When the truth of the matter is, if you will hold to that commitment and stay there, um, God can work, God can take your hand and walk you through some things so that you can actually make it work. So what I'm saying is you have to think about, you know, what are you walking away from? Because oftentimes you're just upset and you're walking away from a circumstance, but there's more than that circumstance. Anybody ever had a relationship or you may have one now and, and, and the honeymoon stage wears out. Have you ever been in a relationship where, you know, y'all talk on the phone all day and all night. And then there comes a point where you're like, I'm, I'm pretty good. You know, I'm all right today. Right. Renell, you Okay. <laughs> you know, you have those times in a relationship where everything looks real good, you know, for a season of time, and then reality sets in, and, and everything does not tickle your fancy anymore, right? Reality sets in, and the stuff that you thought was real nice and pretty and cute in the beginning, you like, that ain't funny no more, <laughs> right? So, so, so what do you do when you're in a situation where um, it gets ugly. How do you maintain a relationship that's meaningful, but right now it's ugly? It's going to sound so cliche, but it's like prayer. I feel like prayer, like making God, like in the situation, if y'all just see God allow him to be that anchor, because like fleshly, it's just, you know, it's just emotion. You don't want to separate, but if you find a deeper reason, if you go to God about the relationship and find that there's a deeper reason for the relationship, that's all I truly want to believe in. Y'all can withstand y'all can withhold because y'all faith and trust is in God, you know what I mean? So y'all won't be so quick to separate because, you know, God is the anchor. He's still going to be probably like rough, but y'all know that this is not going to last all the time and it's going to pass, so we just got to be strong, you know what I'm saying, in that situation. So... In verse 20, we all the way down to verse 20. In verse 20, uh, while Joseph is contemplating, he's like, all right, I'm about to get out of here. I'm going to do it quietly. You know, I'm good. And then the Bible says the angel of the Lord appeared and pretty much told Joseph, uh, don't be afraid to marry her. Uh, you know, she's the one and she's pregnant, but she didn't cheat on you. Um, she was pregnant impregnated by the Holy Spirit. You're going to call the baby Jesus, and um, y'all still having a hard time? This is an angel talking. Y'all, right. <laughs> How you not going to believe God? This is... <laughs> right. So this is the story. <laughs> I want to meet him. What? This dude is crazy. So with the Holy Spirit, well, let me meet him. What? That's funny. So the angel says, don't be afraid to marry her. Um, you know, she's impregnated by the Holy Spirit. Uh, you're going to call him Jesus, and he's going to save the sins of the world. 
is pretty much what this angel says. Um, in other words, this angel says, I want you to stay the course, stick to the commitment that you already made. You already proposed to her. You already engaged to her. You got to stick it out, even though it's ugly. And if you stick it out while it's ugly, something beautiful is going to be birthed out of it. And so the point, the principle of that is that when things get ugly, if it's God ordained, you got to stick it out. You won't get to the beauty of it unless you stick it out. If you stick it out, Jesus is going to save the world. If you stick it out, if you stick to this commitment, Joseph, Jesus is going to be born. Something beautiful will be born. But on top of that, it's going to change the entire trajectory of your life. The whole point is a lot of times we break away from commitments that if we were able to stick it out, if it's God ordained, it could have changed the entire trajectory of our life. Oftentimes what keeps us in the same place and on the same level, not just relationships, but in life and in academia, in our careers, all of that kind of stuff is we don't stick anything out. When it gets ugly, when it gets past the honeymoon phase, we're out. Maybe you could have been promoted on the job, but somebody got on your nerves. You got one pink slip and you're like, I'm out of here. Maybe the relationship could have been about something, but one ugly thing happened. One ugly situation happened and you decided that you were out of there. And again, it's got to be God ordained if you're going to get to that beautiful part. But a lot of times you got to understand that just because it's God ordained, it doesn't mean that every season of that relationship will be beautiful. It can be God ordained and you can still have some ugly seasons. Thanks for joining us today on Candid Talks with Elder J. We want to take this time to offer salvation to those of you who are unsure of your relationship with Christ and also for those of you who want a fresh start. If that's you, repeat after me. Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me for all of my sin. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe he died and rose again on the third day. I believe he lives today. From this day forth, I am a recipient of your redeeming love. From this day forth, I am saved. If you prayed that prayer with me, you are saved and there's nothing that anyone can do about it. Congratulations. Now you have an opportunity to support our podcast and community outreach efforts via Cash App at dollar sign RLC Movement. Help us spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Be sure to subscribe and share. And until next time, remember, you are redeemed. Peace.